Magic Mike ripoffs, and it would just be like, yeah, and it doesn't matter what it is. And I think people say that like drag isn't like explicitly sexual, or like it doesn't have to be sexual. And again, I think I just disagree because like I I'm not a fan of drag. I think drag is actually really cringe. To be perfectly honest, I'm just not really all that into it. Um, it seem it seems like it it, it seems like some a non woke person's like idea of like what being trans is um yeah but then like apparently there's like people in the trans community who are like really into drag and like sing drag's praises and so i guess there's something about it that i just don't get um or or i just have a different like view on it because when i when i think about like a child like doing a drag show and then like i like play like a clip in my mind of like what I think a drag show is. I'm just like, I don't think that's a good idea. That seems sexual to me. That seems yeah, like a I mean like I drag shows are often in bars and like kind of made for adults. And like I get that I mean I get the drag is like a big thing because of RuPaul's drag race and stuff like that. Because of a popular totally television series. Yeah, no issue with it. Yeah. I sure, mean it's like, yeah, it's, like it's knock fun, yourself out. but it's not for children. And it's not that I have an issue with little boys dressing up as girls, as women. Me That's neither. That's not an issue. But I have an issue just like, with like putting on like having a production of like a line of children going like Look at how like, like, cute, beautiful, like expressive, like the the main uh like defense of it I hear is that it's like um like children should be allowed to like express their gender in whatever way they want, and I'm like I don't think, and and that's where like I just fundamentally fundamentally uh disagree because I think that. Like, drag is, like, a... I don't even know if it's... I, I think expressing gender is part of it, but it seems like there's other shit involved besides just, like, a simple gender expression, you know? Yeah. I mean, and it's just, like, one of those things where it's like, oh, you want to do the makeup and you want to do all that kind of stuff, that's fine. But, like, just... Even makeup, Anybody like, who puts on, like little drug like li like a little a children's drag show or a children's swimsuit contest or a Jesus. children's pageant or a children's whatever is a pervert that's like what i don't I, care that's who what you I are think. I, I you're think a it's, fucking pervert i think it's so it's similar disgusting, and that's just how that is a child drag show just seems so much like a child beauty pageant like but and that's the other thing is that like a drag show is like oh it's just a celebration it's just like a show there's no winner there's no like no one's judging you but it's still just like you're like parading children and, and and also i just don't buy that like i don't know how far i would take this but i just don't buy that like a child like a 10 year old like sees drag and then independently like without any outside influence goes like oh my god i want to do that i just don't i don't believe that like i feel really? like i do believe that a child would want to do that um but I, I don't believe that like i think if a child I did don't believe they should i i think if they did want to do it, it it's probably because of some influence 
Like they're right. probably the parents' influence, or or maybe they saw it on TV or something. And if they saw it on TV, they probably saw an adult drag show, which was probably fucking sexual. So again, yeah, probably shouldn't do it. Um, yeah, I just think it's weird as weird as fuck for kids to be doing anything like that. That's just like not. Yeah, like not cool. Any kind of pageantry is like you just shouldn't let kids do. Like I think dance it. competitions are just as wrong. Like I think it, like little kid dance competitions are always like overtly sexual. It was and like I, I yeah, yeah I I kind of that's a little close to home for me because like a family friend of mine like they um their like it was my parents' friends um their kid was like a dancer and oh. um and. And, like, since they were very young, like, four or five, and, right. like, set, and like since that kid was, like, five, we've been attending, like, their dance showcases or whatever. And, right. And, uh, and I just, and, like, even, because, like, they, they teach you different moves, I guess, but, like, even the whole thing, yeah, I was thinking about this a couple weeks ago. I, I, I was, like, dancing... I, is just kind of like you're fucking right yeah very much so it's very sexual it's very like you're gyrating you're like pumping it, it it's like yeah and and like maybe and again this is where it's like maybe my mind's in the gutter maybe maybe i need to like fix my compulsions or whatever um because i'm sure plenty of people would go like oh what? dancing is not necessary and it's like uh what not necessarily i guess like you can dance without it but like when you see like a like a music well not a music video because those are all like fucking you know porn uh but right. like any kind of like dance routine or whatever is you know it's like pumping and thrusting and uh and like moving your hips and ass a lot and um but it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I know that that friend has, like, they're still dancing, and that kid is, like, much older now. Um, so it's like, so now they're almost an adult, and they have, like, over a decade of dance experience. So it's like, oh, that, that's kind of good. Because, like, you want to have, like, all that experience from, like, childhood, where you're basically just, like, operating, like, off of, uh, you know. When, Muscle when, memory, essentially. Right. When you're, when you're a kid, like, you just do whatever people tell you to do. And then when you get older, it's like, oh, wow, thank God I, like, wasted all that time doing that as a kid. Because it actually meant something. Um, <clears throat> so, like... So I think it's good in that way, but it's but it's like the the years of of being like an like a pre adolescent child and and essentially like I don't know being being taught how to use your your body like that it is kind yeah, of it, it is kind of it weird. also puts your your body at risk for like injury in a way that like most people that don't like people that play sports or like like people's yeah. parents who put their kids in sports. Or like, you know, and then have like a and like a seventeen year old rip their ACL or something like that, you know, right. or like 
like I had friends in high school who were like, Oh my God, I tore my ACL. And I'm like, that will literally haunt you. For the yeah. Rest or of like, an Ach- or like their fucking Achilles tendon or, uh, yeah. Or like some shit that's going to like ruin their life when they're 40 cost. and make it so that it's hard to walk yep. or like carry load is just ridiculous. Yeah, like it's, 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 I mean, yeah, I sports don't know. It's the same shit up. with dancing. Same fucking shit. It's just, yeah, it's, like, really harmful on your body, I feel like, even though it is also, like, in a way, in moderation, it's, like, exercise, and that's fine, but, like, you know, you're going to dance competitions and stuff, like, every weekend or every other weekend, and yeah. you're practicing four or five days a week, like, you're you're straining yourself in a way that you wouldn't have as a, like, if you hadn't been put in that situation, and right. I feel like that, that part is also kind of fucked up. A weird time to be alive right now, because I feel like we know... We, we know shit like that uh, about, like, dancing and sports. Like, there there's risks involved, especially yeah. especially with sports, like, like with football, like, pretty much everyone plays. Oh, yeah, plays. Like football is, like, is dangerous. Like, uh, it's, it will, like, right. cause brain injury almost immediately. Uh, yeah, every time, basically every time you get tackled, you're doing a little bit of brain damage. Because you're just yeah, rattling your brain around inside yeah, of a you're... little plastic bowl. And it's like, ah, well, it's a hard it's a hard shell around his head. He'll be fine. It used to be softer and made out of leather. I think it actually may have been um, safer when the, when the helmets were made out of leather. Because at least then it was just like a direct blow to your head and then you would hit the ground. Now it's like you get hit in the head and like your head like like ju- like bounces off the walls of of a hard plastic shell i had a friend whose dad was uh like a former he like went he went pro i think in the nfl and like blew out his shoulder or ah. something never played a full season with the nfl but i mean played college ball obviously all four years in order to get into the nfl mm-hmm. and now has severe like mental health issues because of it like severely like not good shit and it's like they had to, they have tons of tests and stuff and i think there was probably like a lawsuit or something even just, it's just uh, so dangerous even just nascar um i listened to uh dale earnhardt jr on joe rogan like years ago and he was saying how he got like i think multiple concussions like rolling around in his, yeah in his car and uh and now he's like partly a spokesperson for cte or like uh brain damage or whatever yeah i mean it's the same shit though you go to like concerts and stuff i remember going into like going to shows yeah, and stuff like damage. that and like hitting my head and oh i see hearing damage and hitting my head and getting kicked in the face and getting kicked in the chest and all sorts of stuff and just incurring injuries do you incur Watch injury everywhere you go circle pits like I remember the first time I I stage dived and slammed the shit out of my head on the floor once, like really, really hard. <laughs> no one caught you. Well, no, they caught me, but then they dropped me, or like they like another person jumped on top of me. That's even worse. So then we both hit the ground. Oh no! And it was just awful. Yeah, they couldn't support the weight. Aww. It was terrible. They couldn't support the weight of of two two young men crowd surfing. Yeah, two teenagers just <laughs> jumping in on odd people. Yeah. The first time I did a circle pit at uh, the Cloud Springs Deli, I, like, bit my lip and drew blood because of just, like, the force of, uh, 
yeah i didn't i didn't know like because when i was going to those shows i thought it was all friendly in the mosh pit like like it looked violent but i thought it was all like it was all love Friday at the games. end of the day and uh no it, it's very it's very violent <laughs> well no that's the thing though it is love and violence at the same time love like it's violence. like i mean like yeah i think that like the most camaraderie i've felt in those situations is when the person who just injured you comes up to you and is like oh you good man like i'm just really into right, it right. but they're not like, no, like i mean there is people you. who like aim at you like i had this dude this out of town guy like um when Vane was playing at the Cloud Springs Daily, he just drop kicked me Jeez. in the chest. And it was like, it fucking sucked. But also... Um, he just assaulted you in the name of And um, I mean, it was impressive. I mean, he was like a really fucking tough well, yeah, of guy. Of course it's impressive. Like, it's impressive to do a perfect roundhouse kick to someone in the face. But like, if they don't deserve it, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been hit before, and I've seen people get hit much worse than me, and like just. Have you ever been in a fight, you know? like a like, trading no. blows? No, no, I will never. That will never happen to me. It'll I never am happen. Far too friendly, because and also would, uh, I do not fight people. Oh, I see. You would squash the beef before it ever escalated. Yeah, I would be like, like, oh, we're not gonna like fight. Like, oh, you're dude. Right now, if you think you're gonna fight me, the other it's, day it's not gonna happen. I've just been like, I I told you this week, like it's just been crazy outside because everyone yeah. in New York, like the mask mandates are lifted, and everyone's on the sidewalk. Everyone's at the park. Like everyone forgot like how everyone forgot their manners everyone forgot basic social etiquette because they've been inside for the last year blown off plans and uh i was riding my bike to a uh i was riding my bike and this guy um i had to stop at a stop sign because an old lady was fucking crossing and there was an uh there was a car i was in the bike lane and there's a car beside me also stopped and as soon as this lady uh passes uh crosses the street i like start pushing the pedals to gain momentum again and this other cyclist just like blows right past me and i'm like what the fuck are you doing and uh then he slows down and keeps pace beside me and he's like what's up bro what's up what's up and i'm like uh nothing <laughs> like are we gonna fight now are we gonna fight because i like called you a dick when you were being a dick what the hell you should have fought him. That's what you should have done. Should have, would, should have proved yourself. I didn't have right a. Then, I didn't moment. have a weapon on me. I. I you need don't need to, a weapon. You need your fists. No, I don't need my fists. I'm not gonna fucking fist fight with someone because then I'm on an equal playing field. I need something better than fists so that when someone is like, "All right, let's fist That's fight." That's not fair. No, it's no, totally need, fair. No, it's a hundred percent fair. This is America. If you're gonna fuck with me, I'm gonna fuck with you right back, and I got my shit. You're just like, you're just gonna fucking stab somebody. You're gonna go to jail for a felony. No, I'm assault? not just going to stab somebody. I'm going to let them. I'm going to let them hit me once, and then I'm gonna go, and then I'm gonna say, "Okay, my turn," and then I'm gonna stab. <laughs> You're allowed to have knives in New York yes, City. Yes, you are. So you can't even You're allowed do to that. have a knife if it's under four inches. 
So you have to get so close to that person. You have to get no. You have to get four inches away. No, from a four them. a four inch blade is no. The handle can be as long as you want, but the blade can't be uh, longer than four. So inches. you're gonna carry around like a stick with a blade. With a blade on it. Long yes, I'm gonna carry around. To just poke somebody. Oh with. fuck! What are those? Uh, what are those things called? It's not a spear, but it's like a sword on a stick. A bayonet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's like a gun with a sword uh, attached. I don't to know it. what that's called. That I know I've sweet. seen it in like movies, but yeah. No, right. Just want to carry Usually they tiny. don't use them. Usually it's just like a guard standing with one, and it's like, right. oh, I'm not gonna fuck with him. <laughs> like he'll fuck me up from twenty feet away. Yeah, you need to get really good at like throwing stars. That would help. Uh, th now those you're not allowed to carry. Um, just like you're not allowed to, you can't conceal carry in New York either. Well, all you gotta do is just say that you like say that you found it on the ground and oh just say it's like it oh, i was in this bush <laughs> this guy started fighting me and i happened to find a throwing star yeah i'm just a really resourceful person like what do you want me to do actually, i actually officer? fashioned it out of a resourceful i actually fashioned it out of a soda can i found on the ground <laughs> yeah you'll you'll notice it's actually a mountain dew can yes i i uh, macgyvered into a fucking throwing star i macgyvered a throwing star out of a mountain dew it took can. me about 30 minutes i had to ask the guy to sit down and <laughs> I wait said, for me to i said that. wait hold on a second after he threw the first blow and then i fashioned this throwing star out of uh out of a soda can and welding equipment some a-team shit yeah oh, oh man. man yeah but i was just i i i've had that's like the third time that's happened to me because like you get road rage on a bike just like you get road rage in a car only when you're in a car you're in like a soundproof room that like no one no one cares and no one bothers you but when you're on a bike you're just a person out in the world so whatever you say or do like people can see you including this fucking asshole who cut me off when i was stopped at a stop sign to let an old lady cross the street and then it's like you just say the most basic thing it's like what what are you doing and he's like what the fuck you want to fight me you want to fucking fight right now yeah, yeah that... I get that. I mean, when I got when I got rear-ended the other day, I was like, my first reaction was just to be like, "Motherfucker!" To go fight the just... guy. Well, no, I was just like, I was. My first reaction was like, "Oh, I hope we can solve this amicably," because like, uh, he really like, he really fucked me up. So I hope we can like figure this out like a way to deal with it. Yeah. But my first thought was like, I'm gonna pull to the side so he can like we can talk about it. And then and then. And then I just like trusted him to talk about it. Oh he man. He didn't want to talk about it. He just left. So. Did, did he stop at all? No. Oh, okay, no. He, he just pulled, I pulled forward into and you. he like he like got in the next lane and jumped past me and then like went through this neighborhood. Oh my god. And uh, and yeah, and then somebody like a, just a good citizen like followed him. Like oh, followed really? him cuz he saw him do it. So he followed him tried to keep up with him and but he got away. Oh, okay. Did so. he get the plate though? No, it was a temporary tag. I oh, got the first okay. two letters, but it was just, you know, it's fine. That, that, that was nice of that guy. I uh, I was a um I was a good Samaritan a few weeks ago because I saw a uh it wasn't an 18-wheeler because it was like the the trailer was about half the size of an 18-wheeler. Um uh, yeah, but yeah. I just a 9-wheeler. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, I saw this nine-wheeler just fucking destroy the front of an SUV while taking a right turn onto a street. And I was like, oh, shit. And uh, 
and I and I tried to follow them and and they weren't stopping. Uh, but I was able to get a uh, I was able to get a video of them like fleeing oh, that's the scene. Good. And uh, and you could see most of the license plate as well. And like I left uh, I left a note and everything. Um, yeah, and I was able to coordinate with them. And it it did get to a point where I was like, because the the person who owned the car was like, uh, yeah, we like submitted it to to our insurance and everything, and they're gonna call you to like get your witness statement or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And uh, and it took weeks. It took like three weeks. For the yeah, insurance, it takes a long time. It's it takes forever, which is wild because I was like I was able to recall because uh, my my recall is pretty good for uh, especially for like things like that. Um, yeah, things like that when I see a car accident, which has happened literally once. Uh, but it but it was like three weeks later, and I'm like, how many people like what? Not how many people remember something that happened three weeks ago, but it's like, why is this like, why is this the procedure to to get a witness statement weeks after the incident occurred? It just seemed weird to me. Uh, but yeah, claims offices are weird. Like I don't understand how claims work for insurance at all. It doesn't really make sense to me. I it doesn't make sense to me either. I've never had to make an insurance. Well, no, I have had to do health insurance shit when I was back on my parents' shitty health insurance. Like, last year, I was back and forth with the uh, health insurance people for what seemed like weeks because I got this STD test, and it cost me $500 for the labs. What? Um, no idea. Uh, I just, That's ridiculous. I went to an urgent care place, and... When I, like, answered verbal questions incorrectly or, like, not appropriately, and they, apparently it had something to do with lab codes and, like, whatever codes they put in for, like, my, like, the labs that needed to be done were, uh, it was either they were preventative and they were supposed to be, uh, routine or like, you know, regular a regular examination, and right. and because they weren't the codes weren't put in as preventative rather than a routine, it like the they just wouldn't cover uh the cost of of the labs, and I'm like, right. why why does it matter what the code is? Why can't you just like I'm talking to the, the insurance people, I'm like, why does it matter what the code is? Like, it's in my insurance policy that I can fucking get an STD screening. So, like, why does it matter what the codes are? And they're like, oh, the administrative thing, yeah, you have to, you have to call the urgent care center and ask them to change the codes. And I'm like, oh, okay, because I've never done this before. I don't know what, like, that seemed okay to me. And then I did that, right. and, and and I'm like, yeah, my insurance uh, company said that like the codes are wrong, and you have to change the codes, and they're and they're like, uh, what? Like, we we can't change the codes. Like the codes are just whatever they are. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, they said you could just change them. Okay. Well, bye. And yeah, so urgent care place was like, we can't do anything. Talk to your insurance. And then 
the insurance would say, we can't do anything, talk to the urgent care center, and I would just go back and forth, and, like, no one would give me any information, uh, and I just ended Did up... Did you ever get it figured out? Nope, I just ended up paying $650 for a routine STD screening. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. Yeah, and so that's when I went off, uh, my, like parents insurance from out of state because it's actually better to be uninsured in new york than it is to have health insurance in the south right it's like what would you need an std screening for don't you only ever have sex with your wife very simple uh what what health insurance company did your parents have uh blue cross blue shield oh, okay is it through your dad's work or something like that, or do they have to pay for it? Yeah, it was no, it was through his employer. My <laughs> no, my parents, dude. If my parents were rich enough to have like private uh, health insurance, that would be pretty sweet. I definitely wouldn't have had to deal with it if they had private insurance. Yeah, instead well, of I shitty. Had, like... when, I, when I worked at Tesla, I had really good insurance. That yeah, was the company. it was like so nice. It was like twenty dollars a doctor visit, like ten dollar and. Dollar uh, prescriptions and like. Well, that's like the cool thing to do now. Like, if you're a big company like that, if you're Tesla, it's like cool to have good, uh, like insurance options and like health options and stuff. Right. Be anti union. I, I, the way I see it is that it's like they give that, so they wave it in front of you so that a union doesn't seem appealing because they're already, like one of the basic things you get out of a union is a retirement fund and then, and then, uh, Pension? Fucking, um, a pin, well, yeah, a pension, but also with health insurance, right? And then right. collective bargaining. Yeah. But the health insurance, if your health insurance is good enough, you can still avoid paying the other stuff by having really, really tight health insurance. Sure. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. That, that, I mean, that's what kept. That was like the anti union. That, that's what. Fuck. Uh, that, that was what union busters. Were like doing for the past what hundred years or whatever was just like making sure that their health insurance was like you know just slightly good enough so that you wouldn't like ask for better treatment or like a union or whatever um right. and, and like you know retirement plans and things like that they the private businesses try to keep up with that so that you won't ask for a union but it's getting it's getting to the point now where it's yeah the treatment is almost like so bad that there's really nothing else that can be done i mean amazon uh they they did what what measure did they pass recently that was like did did they like make their insurance better or like their retirement plan better i heard they recently? had to do something like that after the union vote because i think it was like there was this realization that it was like it wasn't going to happen in Alabama, but it was going to happen somewhere else. Right. So it's like I think they realized that they had to do something across the board in order yeah. to like raise raise that. And uh, but yeah, I don't know what it is, but over the past over the past couple of years, it's like people realize that you pretty much need health insurance, otherwise you're either going to like go into medical like lifelong medical debt or you're just going to die um like i don't understand how people with diabetes stay alive if they don't it at all uh especially if they don't have uh insurance because insulin is like 
ridiculously expensive. Yeah. Like it can be a thousand dollars. If you don't, what you broke up. What did you say? Insulin can be like a thousand dollars a month. Oh yeah. That's I don't know. I mean, you have to have health insurance, but I mean, honest, honestly, yeah, I don't get how that works. I don't help you. I don't know how people navigate stuff without insurance because I, I either wasn't health. I was either healthy enough without insurance or not healthy with insurance. I, those are the only two scenarios. Right. I've been. I haven't. I haven't faced a situation where I've had no insurance and also I need like medical attention. Yeah, the, the, no, thankfully I, mean, I, I haven't been four more months of health, and then I can I can be as sick as I want. Yeah, I mean when I when I broke my arm, I had insurance, but it still felt like it was just hella expensive for treatment. Like the cast yeah. was the cast cost money and wasn't covered by insurance. And then like uh, going to see like an orthopedist uh, was also like the the insurance just wasn't covering that much but also like i i don't really know i didn't go to the doctor that much growing up um right. and i also didn't really have like any kind of like chronic or ongoing health issues uh i mean when i was 15 i started getting like stomach aches and stuff but that was like uh, that was basically just the start of like my psychosomatic like uh you know weird psyching myself out being very nervous and stressed leading into feeling like my body is shutting down and i'm dying no i remember that time that was a bad time yeah. drinking a lot of apple cider vinegar oh yeah drink drinking apple cider vinegar like raw straight from the bottle and then like and then not eating much solid food yeah, no pizza. There was a time where pizza was not a thing. For me? Yeah. That yeah, it was because of my reflux. It because for a while I was like, oh, like all of my problems are because of um that's what I I'm I'm like compulsive, like uh, like OCD, I think. That it, I'll I'll just I'll focus on like a condition that I think I have and then it's like every single Every single issue in my life, health issue, mental issue, is, like, stemming from that one thing, you know? That's how my brain works. That's how it's always worked. Like, well, I, I do the same thing, where it's just, like, I was, like... Like, I used to smoke cigarettes, and I thought that... When I smoked cigarettes, I thought I was giving myself not only cancer, but also allergies and also, like, five other things. I remember that. I was like, oh, it must be that. It must be this reason. It's mm. happening. And it's like, I'm creating a scenario in which I have to be, like, ill because of this. And it's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And that's what, like... The, the, it's funny that, like, our... Uh, <laughs> that, like, our... We do have similar philosophies, I think, in that way. Be, because we have to... I think a lot of people really are like neurotic um, and, and like so neurotic that it just makes them sick, you know, and, and they'll have like legitimate health issues, but like it, it's either their neuroses, if it's not causing it, then it's like exasperating it because oh, yeah. like it's making it's causing them to focus like really, really intensely on it. And uh, and I'm I'm speaking for myself as well. Like, ah, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Can't remember where that was going. Um, but, yeah, like, 
Fuck, I can't remember where I was going with that. Um, no, you're good. We can talk about Israel and Palestine now. That's uh, ooh, hell little... yeah. Let's let's get um, yeah, down to the uh, nitty gritty. What what other hot takes do I have? Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of popular anti-Zionism on the internet these days. That's the one thing I've been pop, noticing. Popular anti-Zionism. Like pop anti-Zionism. Yeah, it's like now everyone's an anti-Zionist. Are you a Zionist? Are you Everyone. saying everyone should be a Zionist? <laughs> No, I mean, I, I've always been with that, like, where it's like, yeah, obviously this is bad. Everyone knows that, right? right? And it's like, but not everyone knows that because it's like a lot of people are just fine with that. Well, you know, I, fine with Zionism or like, or not thinking about it. And now it's like a lot of people are pro-Palestine in a way that wasn't popular to be so before. Uh, Yeah, my my thing is... My hot take on Israel-Palestine is uh, stop trying to moralize it because it's very just like there's no clear moral answer uh, or like no clear morality to any of it. Um, yeah. And it is it is a very complicated issue. Like I it really bugs me when people are saying like this isn't a religious issue and it's like eh, it kind of is like it's a historical issue. Um, and like religion has persisted throughout history, and these are two very old religions. Like this is Judaism and Islam. These are like very old, very popular religions. Um, and like people like fight. It's also a land grab. You know, this is a very like Jerusalem's a very important place to both of these like communities, and both of them like seem to like historically seem to have like a uh like a claim to the land um and but like the but people moralizing about like i mean it's clearly bad that israel is such like a huge you know superpower um and they're you just you hate to see it basically like just a huge like military the idf just pulverizing uh hamas like pulverizing gaza um but it, it, it's just such like an old issue you know that that it's it's weird i i just get frustrated when i see people making like strong moral stances on this that it's like if you if you don't stand with Hamas, if you're not pro-Palestine, then you're just a shitty, terrible person. Like if you yeah. think if you think that it's okay for Israel, and if you think it's okay that we're funding Israel to blow up Palestine, then you're just an awful person, and I don't know even how to talk to you. It's like it, it's just so. I it, it, and and it's hard to even know what people. How, what people's even perspective on the situation is like what it, it, I, I feel like anytime I see someone's take on Israel Palestine I have to ask I, I, I'm asking like what what do you think is going on like what it, what is your like explain to me what is going on between Israel Palestine because it's almost like we we have uh, here's here's that word again fundamental uh the fundamentally different understandings of like the conflict um and i feel it and that's why like it it makes me uh confused like why you would want to take a moral uh stance on this but i mean politics is all about like moralizing your position nowadays like that's yeah 
Isn't that kind of like neoliberalism? Like more. Yeah, like I mean, a- to have some sort of like moral to really like pick a single thing out of the larger complex set of issues and then moralize that issue without thinking about the larger system at hand. Right. Like, for example, being really upset that America gives Israel money, but not thinking about the fact that Israel is their one, is a proxy, is a U.S. proxy in the Middle East, which gives them unbounded power towards other countries in the Middle East, which perpetuates the same colonialist shit that has always been going on because of oil and capital, et cetera. Yep. If you don't want to talk about capitalism, then let's not let's not even get, you know, don't don't get all morally with me. Right. It's like it's, it's like the it's, same if you don't see how this roots back to fucking oil. Right. It's exactly it's the same it. shit that's been going on. And and yeah, that it's like again, you hate to see it, but it's like there's not going to be that that's the thing. I think people moralize because it gives them like a clear resolution. Um, whereas like the, the real resolution to this issue is probably going to take a long time and it's probably not going to be very easy. Uh, it's probably like there's going to have to be some compromise. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't think anyone knows what, it, what it's going to look like. Um, but, but yeah, more moralizing doesn't, um, it, 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 yeah, I, I think it's just a means to, like, to come to an easier resolution, uh, in, in your mind, uh, whereas in the right. real world, it's not going to be, uh, that easy. Yeah, and I think even, even more, just, it's another, unfortunately, it's another social issue in order that gains you social credit to be outraged by. So it's just like, I mean, it's just one of those things. I mean, and it's not bad to be outraged by it. It's terrible that it's happening. Well, and I mean, the, well yeah, the but like in, are being in like a visceral, like a visceral, like human sorrow sense, not, not in like a, I don't know, like, not, not in like a national, nationalist sense or like a, like a globalist sense. Or right, exactly. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, if people are outright, uh, outraged by it, the, uh, a lot of outrage culture, I think, leads into people wanting to do something about things, um, uh-huh. and, and that's, and that's the other thing, is that I see, like, a lot of people taking uh you know a lot of charities for for palestine and stuff like that and i don't know where the money's going um and but yeah when if you're outraged by it if you're if you're about it i i don't i don't know what to i don't know what to tell you like for like for me i i just end up like I get outraged and then I just try to learn more about the situation because I sure as hell don't have like, I don't have, I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of the issue, but you can always, uh, you can always have like a better understanding of the issue, especially one as like complicated and as old as Israel, Palestine, because that's been going on since, I mean, you could say since Israel has been like a state in in the 40s, but like even before then, this is 
this is an on this is an ongoing issue yeah. that goes into and, a long period of history but is fundamentally corrupted now even more by uh outside interests in capitalism and right stuff right like that. and it, it, just and fundamentally now the u.s like it, people that get outraged by the u.s's involvement in israel are just really ridiculous because america bad because it's like obviously obviously we fund a country that gives us power in the middle east obviously we do that right that, we're that, going to fund we're going to fund any country that gives us power anywhere that is right that is exactly. the name of the game that's real politic <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's how that works, and people are like this outrage. It's like if you could see how right, much they, money... they moralize that, and it's like I'm, yeah. I'm, you can moralize it if you want to, but that's not going to change the game. Like the game has been going, and it's going right now, and it's going to continue right. to go. Unfortunately, um, it just involves like having the the fervor and the passionate outrage die down and then just seeing it as real a reality of cold hard numbers which is what it is right you have to be just, just seeing it as as the fact that it is about money it is about oil it is about capital it is about colonialism it is about those things and those things alone are the controlling interests that decide what happens yeah and you have to just be about that in order to really see the picture you gotta you gotta kill yeah, you got to kill your ego and not look at it as like a yeah, just uh I keep using that word moralizing, but uh, yeah. Uh so so yeah, if you're outraged by Israel Palestine, uh turn away cuz it's not there's not going to be like a like definite into it anytime soon it's going to be no, very it hasn't been an into it it's it's just it's going to be out. very messy for uh years to come most likely yeah i don't know i mean you know i'm just gonna i'm gonna try to just order a pizza go to work tomorrow morning i have to do a drug screening tomorrow morning and oh, uh, nice. go fill out a bunch of paperwork do you know what kind of drug screening it is is it going to be thc uh meth yeah, so, but like, are they gonna give you like the little cock? Oh, it's a piss test. It's a piss test. Okay, the last. Yeah, it's always a piss test. The last drug test I got be. was. Uh, what'd you say? I said it never would not be a piss gotcha. test. But the I got a uh, drug, sorry, a drug test at a grocery store one time, and uh, they gave me. It wasn't a cotton ball. It was it was like a, was it a mouth swab? Is that what it was? No, it was it was like a mini tampon. And they're like, you have to on this for like 30 seconds. And I had just gotten my wisdom teeth taken out like two days before. So I had to like chew up this piece of cotton. Oh, God. And, and, and they're like, yeah, get it. I swear to God, the person like doing the drug screening was like yeah get it nice and wet <laughs> because but he meant it in the way that like yeah it's got to be like wet so that we can like get your spit and test it but the way he said it he was like yeah you got to get it nice and wet <laughs> and uh but i my mouth hurts so bad i'm i look like a dog like grass just like <laughs> please Please. Well, that would suck. I've never had a mouth swab test for a, for a drug screening. I've had. I think a mouth swab test. Is, That's all I've had. I think a mouth swab is different. I think a mouth swab is like a nasal swab, where it, but in, they like run it along your gum line. 
So they're testing your saliva. Your saliva doesn't actually hold as much hold drugs as long as urine. I Is think. that true? I, I thought it was I, the other way yeah, around. I think, so. I think you're right, though. Um, yeah. Have you ever? It, you don't really have to worry about it. Have you ever looked up? Um, and, and I don't really need to worry about it either because I'm because I work independent. Um, but have you ever looked up like how to pass a drug test if you needed to? Yeah, so it's like I, I have done an extensive amount of research on this for various reasons. An extensive amount of reasons. You have no idea. Just so <laughs> much. Um, yeah, so there are there is no way to actually pass a drug test. If you have drugs in your system, definitively there is no way to pass one. Right. Just like you can't. There are cleansing products. There are things like that that are, you know, whatever that don't work. They're just totally placebo. Yeah. Um, yeah there's there also like a... the drinking a lot of water or cranberry juice, but that also does not work because it's in your cells and it's fat soluble. So it's going through a different thing. You can't cleanse that out. Oh, really? I thought you could. Right. I thought you could like uh, cheese a piss test by just drinking a ton of water. Like, I've and, done that before, and, and they'll just make you come back water. and take another one. If you if your pee is too clear, they'll make you take another test. They'll find that your pee is more water than piss, and they'll and they'll uh, they'll make you take another one. Well, guess because what? I, I'm coming with the I, same I with the same water ratio as last time. Yeah, I drink a lot of water on a daily basis, and uh, so when I take a drug test. Yeah, I mean, I just drink more than normal people do usually. I probably drink a gallon or almost a gallon and a half of water a day. You're a hydro and boy. And I did that, and I went in, and I wasn't really worried about the drug test to begin with. And they were like, oh, it's too diluted. You have to come in for a watch test. like a, a Oh, like fuck a, that. So then they had to have somebody watch me pee um, and take another one the next so day. So when... And How? I passed it, so it was like a total waste of time. But it was just—it was just ridiculous. So, what level of watch? Like, do they have to watch you they unzip? Have to see my dick outside of my pants. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. the fuck? How is that? <laughs> How is that even? I don't know. I don't know how that even works. Is legal. yeah? How is that even legal? Yeah, that it's like me. that someone has to look at your penis and like see the. Uh, one of my favorite. I heard. Have you heard of the comedian Joey Diaz? I've heard of him, yeah. He's uh he was in prison uh for a while for like dealing coke, I think, in in the 80s or 90s. But he said he used to like fuck with the piss test in prison by putting uh Drano in his foreskin and then <laughs> like he would and, but they would have to watch him piss and so he would that's why he would keep the Drano in his foreskin. Wait, and, hold on. You gotta change your your AirPod, right? Yep, it died. Yep, it's gonna happen every episode. That I think we gotta have like our we gotta have like our sticks. We gotta have our our classic bits. Um, so I think. Well, eventually I won't be using AirPods. I'll have my studio headphones, but my headphone jack on my computer has stopped working for both ears. Mm -hmm. it only works for one. So it's and it feels really redundant to have this huge pair of headphones. Yeah. On my, by with only one ear working. So, so it's the headphone jack. Yeah, because I've tried it with two pair of headphones, and it and only both pair of headphones are just one ear. I have hear. never heard of that happening. What did you do? 
I don't know. It's just an old computer. I've had it for like eight years or gotcha. something like that. So I guess that just happens. Yeah, it just happens. It but picks no, uh, um, it picks a channel, and it's like, well, that's the only one you're gonna hear for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, you're only getting the left channel. You're not getting stereo sound. Fuck you. Yeah, you listen to the Beatles, uh, and it's just like the harmonies and drums. Which would be the worst way to do that. Um, yeah, no, uh, there is no way to pass a drug test. However, um, for those interested... Not even Drano pass, in the foreskin? No, nothing will work. Um, no, I've heard, I, I've heard many a tale about how the only thing that really reliably works is fake piss. So right. buying a fake piss kit and then making it, getting into your Synthetic body. Synthetic piss. That way. Yeah, that works um, pretty well. I've heard people pass that pretty easily um but it also i mean mostly just depends on how so you can't uh, augment your own piss you must create a uh interesting interesting and, and it, that really becomes a very deep thing because sometimes you can buy dehydrated piss and dehydrated piss is um like a powder <laughs> that you mix into water right and it becomes someone else's piss right so you, yeah or you can have um just a mixture of like creatine and whatever. I guess you else can do that. I there's love, a bunch of different ways of doing that. There's uh I love watching like uh science or tech videos on YouTube because I'm just like because it's like magic to me, because I'm so like uneducated that when I see like just science, like simple science being done, I'm just like, oh my god. How'd they do that? And uh, so I, I love watching the equipment, like the like the Bunsen burners and like boiling liquids and like mixing shit and uh, like those big, like an industrial dehydrator. I love like watching that work, you know, yeah. a, uh, just watching like a like a liquid become like lose whatever liquid was whatever makes it liquid. whatever moisture was a part of it and then it it becomes like a it's like a it's like a seed of a liquid and then you just add water again and it's that liquid so fucking yeah. weird so crazy yeah you can do that with piss so you could have a dehydrated piss i see i guess you can uh, do it with anything right yeah you can do it with anything you, i don't yeah you could just dehydrate anything gas gasoline you can try that you want to try it yeah i'll do uh, i'll do it with like all kinds of fuels i'll do it with gasoline i'll do it with butane I'll do yeah it you'll with be propane. totally safe doing that yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not I'll just do it in my house too. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah huff the gas while you're doing it hey you know what i'm not even gonna wear goggles <laughs> oh wow yeah that's great no, no eye no, protection um, no ventilation i'm raw dog no yeah raw dog <laughs> chemistry that'll be my youtube channel <laughs> Today on Raw Dog Chemistry, we're dehydrating gas. <laughs> you just pass out mid-video. Yep. You just die. Yeah. Because of all the fumes. <laughs> the video is still up. That would be the best. Just upload a video where I die <laughs> doing a chemistry experiment. <laughs> and, like, don't make no indication that it's the final episode or that anything bad happened. Right, because you're dead. You have to have it, you right. have it uploaded third party. I told my wife if I die during any of these videos, you put them up regardless. And you make science a, does not stop for no one. And you make a t-shirt out of it. You make a t-shirt that says, all right. Rod Dog Science. T-shirts, bumper stickers. This is Rod Dog signing off my last, this is my last video.
<laughs> yelling. You just die. You're convulsing that's the, on the floor. That's the best kind of hick is, uh, or really the best kind of like anyone is just the person that's always yelling. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, my favorite, my favorite hick now is the non-Christian hick, oh, which are yeah, rare yeah. and hard to find. Right, because it's so Christian values are are just so ingrained. Fundamental to hick culture. In, in, yes, precisely. And that, it seems like they would always be synonymous, but it, what I've learned out of being outside of the South is that you can get hicks who are not at all Christian. Secular hicks. Which makes them, yeah, so they're like spirit, but they're spiritual and superstitious in a totally different way. Oh, right. So they're, they're just, they're superstitious. They still believe in and ghosts believe in like and, and, and like shit. Yeah. spirits and Ouija I guy, boards. I had a guy tell me about how he listens to Coast to Coast every night and actually believes it. What is that? What is Coast to Coast? Coast to Coast AM. It's a, it's a radio show that's like specifically for, it's the call-in radio show, but it's specifically about conspiracy theories, alternative science. Okay, sure. Um, aliens. Alternative science. Paranormal shit. Yeah, he was telling me about how like uh, um, some bullshit. I don't remember. It was weird. But he, yeah, he's, um, there's this hick guy I know that is just like a hick. But he's not a Christian, so it's like uh, it's a weird experience for me because all the hicks I've ever met in my life have all been highly Christian in some way. Right, and therefore like like spiritual that like uh, that what's the word it, it, it that like informed their worldview and like their behavior and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. I always thought it was weird when like uh, people I knew that were Christian or like went to church. With uh would tell me ghost stories or that they believed in ghosts or whatever yeah that shit's weird because i was very uh you you know me when i was younger i was very i was very like about the christian dogma and like sticking to it like very author you uh, say that i don't remember that about your personality you don't all, remember me being like right. a, a little you're a methodist and methodists are not very yeah, that's true. We They're are like the, we are like the pussies of uh yeah, yeah we're like you the, and, uh, we're like the libs. We're like the libs yeah. of uh of Christianity. We did fire yeah, yeah. a music director for being gay. Uh Well, the Methodist church did just have a huge split like 2 or 3 years ago because of because of homosexuality. Is but, that true? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty Yeah, it's pretty weird, weird how uh it's weird how human rights cause these weird rifts in Christianity sometimes. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's smart. I'm sure there were like I'm sure like Lutherans or whatever were like, yeah, there was like in the like the eight 1800s were like, yeah, the Lutherans just split because uh, half of them believe that slaves are not people and the other half believe that they are. Yep, pretty much. Pretty much that's how it happened. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that's how that's been throughout history that's... when large Well, no, that actually did happen in the um Oh, what was it? It's a weird church history because I just have so much knowledge about things that don't matter. Um, the Episcopalians yeah, just be, were very church. out front of, they were out front with the civil rights debates in the 50s and 60s. Who is Very, it? very, huh? Uh, who was out with the civil the rights? Episcopalians, who are okay. like a very liberal, like on the, not on par with past Methodists as far as liberal Christians go. Right. Um, and they've always been very civil, oh, civil we should, uh, oriented. We should put all the denom uh, denominations of Christianity on the political compass. Oh, I could do that very easily. Baptists are uh, authoritarian right. Uh... Baptists are authoritarian right. Church of God are even 
further authoritarian right but right. also in borderlining if you can into like a mystical authoritarianism that goes with uh that and then uh church of christ probably not as far right as baptists but more libertarian yeah, right um, right and then uh yeah what would be would there be any like uh libertarian left um yeah, I would say Episcopalians are libertarian yeah, left. They're yeah. quite they're quite about the social justice, but also about the healthcare. Reform. Um, and all that almost like reform stuff. the reform Judaism of, of Christianity. They are, yeah. There's always about as far It's really funny how there's always I've like met, an analog I've met priests for every religion. In Episcopalianism who don't believe in like any of the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like not the virgin birth, not anything. Like I mean, so it's really cool. That's great. As far as that. Yeah. They're they're the most like you don't have to believe you have to believe that Jesus Christ existed at some point and that um, <laughs> that there was a guy named Jesus thing. Christ at some point in history. It yeah, could have I mean, been they, they, it could have been an American dude in the twenties. <laughs> yeah, but you have to agree to the Nicene Creed in order to be a member, but it's actually a very simple straightforward and sure. highly open to interpretation like creed there was a uh i think my girlfriend when i was 17 told me we were talking about religion and she said that she was that she was dating someone else and they were presbyterian and she like tried to convert to 